我们在唱，他已经被勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒勒
Our theme is embedded in uh, two places in the New Testament. In, in Philippians chapter 3. And so let's look there first. Philippians chapter 3, we'll just read verse 12. And in our English version, it says to lay hold. And so we read. Not that I have already obtained it or have already become perfect, but I press on so that I may lay hold of that for which also I was laid hold of by Christ Jesus. 这不是说我已经得着了，已经完全了。我乃是竭力追求，或者可以得着基督耶稣，所以得着我的。And then in Ephesians chapter three, we find our second reference.然后我们再看以弗所书是第二段经节。Now in our English version, it doesn't say laid hold, but it's the exact same word.所以在英文其实没有说得着，但是同一个字。in our English version, it says comprehend. But you, may, you understand, comprehend means I've laid hold of something, and I understand. So this is in Paul's prayer, beginning in chapter 3, and we'll just read verse 17, 18. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend or lay hold with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth. Now we're considering this matter how to lay hold. And of course we have wonderful pictures of uh, people laying hold in the Old Testament. Our brother Enoch shared a number of the Old Testament saints how they laid hold. And of course we always have the wonderful picture of our four patriarchs. Right. And the four four patriarchs are Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Joseph. And all four of them show different ways that we lay hold. Abraham starts the whole thing as the father of faith. But we see his laying hold was because he saw a vision of the glory of God that captured him. Isaac is a picture of sonship. When did he lay hold? When did God lay hold of him? In a sense, his life actually only began when he was upon the altar about to die. Because Isaac's picture of sonship is a life lived on resurrection ground. I died and my life has been given back to me. So Isaac is a son. 
Then when we go to Joseph, of course we see that he overcame. He reigned and overcame. And we know he overcame there in the jail of the Pharaoh. And he was raised up to the throne. These are all pictures for us. But I wanted to talk about Jacob. Because as I look out here, I see a lot of Jacob. Now many people make this mistake. They don't like Jacob. They think he was a terrible sinner. But the story of Jacob is he was a patriarch. He was a child of God. And he grew up in a, in a family of Christians. Just like you grew up. Many of you in a Christian home. But you still have problems. And what is Jacob's great picture for us in laying hold? Jacob was laid hold of through discipline. You remember the famous scripture in Hebrews chapter 12. God our Father is disciplining us as sons. And so Jacob's whole life is a picture of how Christians are disciplined. He was a child of God. But he didn't walk in the spirit, he walked in the flesh. And this is actually my second time speaking on Jacob. And so we want to pick up Jacob's story now, part two, in Genesis 35. So Genesis 35 and let's begin in verse 6. This is Jacob coming back to Bethel. Verse 6. Then he went to Bethel. So Jacob came to Luz, which is in the land of Canaan, that is Bethel. He and all the people that were with him. And he built there an altar. And he called the place El Bethel. Because there God appeared unto him when he fled from the face of his brother. But Deborah, Rebecca's nurse, died, and she was buried beneath Bethel under an oak, and the name of it was called Alan Baku. And God appeared unto Jacob again. When he came out of Padan Aram and blessed him. And God said unto him, Thy name is Jacob. Your name shall not be called any more Jacob, but Israel shall be your name. And he called his name Israel. And God said unto him, I am God Almighty, 
Be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations shall be of you, and kings shall come out of thy loins. And the land which I gave to Abraham and Isaac, to thee I will give it, and to thy seed after thee I will give the land. 神又对他说我是全神的神全神的神你要生养众多将来有族和民国的民从你而生又有君王从你而生我所赐给亚伯拉罕和以撒的我要赐给你与你的后裔。And God went up from him in the place where he had talked with him.神就从那与雅各说话的地方升上去了。And Jacob set up a pillar in the place where he talked with him. Even a pillar of stone, and he poured a drink offering thereupon, and poured oil thereon. And Jacob called the name of the place where God spoke with him Bethel. Now we're talking about laying hold. And that sounds like a command to uh, seize something. To take the initiative. But actually, when we read the whole verse, we realize that laying hold is a function of a grace. As Paul said, we can only reach out to lay hold uh, after we have been laid hold. That's grace. God lays hold of us. Now we get to lay hold of us. So we have many verses that talk about this life of grace. Now we love because he first loved us. You see, we received that grace first, and now we can lay hold Or work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, but it is God who is working in you. Or I can do all things. Through Christ who strengthens. There are many such verses like that. And so we see that Paul, in these verses of our theme, has, has this glorious lifetime obsession to lay hold. And it must be quite a, a, a desire. Because he's writing these verses while he's in jail. Uh, we might think we'd be very discouraged if we were in prison. So even in jail, Paul is still running after. And we can see that uh, he's trying to lay hold of Christ who has laid hold of him. Remember early in Philippians he says this. Whatever things were gained to me, I count them loss 
that I may gain Christ. That I may know him. The power of his resurrection. Christ,第一章,基督是我的生命。Paul said, "For me to live is Christ." Chapter two. Here, Christ, my mind. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Chapter three. Christ, my goal. I press on for the goal of the prize. And chapter four, Christ, my source. I can do all things through Christ. Isn't that a wonderful summary? The whole book of Philippians is Christ. For me to live as Christ and to die is gain. We see the effect of this laying hold. But now we must take a deeper look at this laying hold. Because there's a deeper side to it. And in order for us to get to what else this means, I'm going to start out by making a strong statement. This is to get your attention. If all you try to do is know Christ and lay hold of Him, you will not be able to. If your whole goal is to lay hold of Christ alone, you will never lay hold. Now you say, now what are you saying? So many of our songs saying, all I want is Jesus. Take the world, just give me Jesus. Jesus ever, Jesus only, Jesus all in all. But you know something? If God's will was just for us to get to know Jesus, then we would all be in a monastery. We leave the world. Read our Bibles, pray all but this isn't God's good pleasure. God has a good pleasure. And laying hold has two sides. And so we want to look in the story of Jacob to see the other side. 
Now, two weeks ago, I spoke about the first part. And this is where, you remember, at the river, Jacob wrestled. And at that time, God wrestled with him. He laid hold of him. Until Jacob laid hold of God. Now, that's the first part that we talked about last time. You remember that. You know, Paul was laid hold the same way. Now, not at a river, but on the road to Damascus. Christ appeared to him and said, Paul, you're under arrest. And Jesus laid hold of Paul. This is where it begins. And this had to happen to Jacob. Now when the angel laid hold of Jacob, Jacob tried to fight to get free. He didn't want to lay hold of God. Until his hip was twisted out of the socket. And that's the moment he laid hold of the angel and I won't let you go, I won't let you go. Because he saw he needed him. He couldn't do it in his own strength anymore. Oh, I need you, God. I need you. I can't let go. I won't let go. And even though the angel disappeared, actually Jacob never let go of God from that moment. How do we know? His staff. His staff, a picture of the cross. And wherever he walked, he had to walk with his death. I can do all things through strength, God who strengthens This is the first picture that we saw. Now, as I tried to explain last week, the very name Jacob means a grabber. A twister. You know why? Because when his older brother Esau was born, Jacob was already twisting his ankle. That's what happens when you have a younger brother. Or a younger sister. They are always twisting the older child's ankle. And so they gave him the prophetic name, Grabber. And he started grabbing hold of things. Whatever he saw in life, he tried to grab. And every time he grabbed, two things happened. He got what he grabbed, and he got in trouble. He was always grabbing, always getting in trouble. You see, the very word grab, these are English words. You may be using a nice Mandarin word, I don't know. word grab means. It has a negative sense. It's like you're stealing something. You're taking something that doesn't belong to you. That was Jacob. 
He was a grabber. His whole life was dominated by grabbing. Oh, he was a good Chinese businessman. He handed out a lot of red cards on New Year's. He always grabbed and always grabbed. And yet, the strange thing is this. You see, that's a picture of our flesh. Maybe you're a grabber. But there's other kinds of flesh too. This was Jacob. But the strange thing about our flesh is we're blind to it. And whenever you hear Jacob talking, he said, it wasn't my fault. Esau gave me the birthright. It was my mommy's fault. That's how I got the blessing. It was my daddy's fault. He tried to give it away to Esau. It was my wife's fault. She hid the gods in the baggage. What did I do wrong? He stole from me. Oh, poor innocent me. I'm just a victim of circumstance. I know I've made ten million dollars, it just happened. Oh, we're so blind to our flesh. That's why in our flesh we're always self-righteous. You always think you're right. Your wife is wrong and you're right. Always. That's not a Chinese cultural. That's a problem with men. And of course, women know that they're right. And there's a much higher percentage that they are. But still, our flesh is so self-righteous. So God loves Jacob. Despite his his nasty grabbing, I'll tell you how much he loved him. He loved Jacob so much that he helped him grab. He laid out those opportunities before him because he loved Jacob so much. But you know something? When you grab something, all your blessings turn into burdens. Now you think Jacob would be happy. He's got twelve sons. And a daughter. He's got all kinds of sheep and goats. He's got a beautiful wife. And an okay wife. You think he should be happy? Jacob walked around like all the burdens of the world on his shoulders. Because when you grab, what's your greatest fear? Somebody's going to outgrab me. Uh, he met Laban, and Laban stole a lot of his stuff. But you always feel guilty. So, so when he heard Esau was coming, he, 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 he feared for his life. But you know what? The Lord put that grabbing in his DNA. Now it's his sin that caused him to grab. But actually the problem underneath in his heart 
像神向他显现他不认识神只碰到没有见到神只等到他碰到神他听到关乎神了 the God of Abraham. Well, he was afraid, but he 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 met God for the first time. Now before we talk about how grabbing has to be changed by the cross. I want to emphasize something. Do you know how important it is to be a grabber? Are you a grabber? Faith is grabbing. Faith actually has three parts to it. A desire, a seeking in our heart. Jacob was a seeker. You know, you can't have faith unless you're a seeker. You remember what it says in Hebrews 11? He who uh, uh, believes must believe that God is and he's a rewarder of those who seek him。那些相信他的需要相信神是他是能夠獎賞那些追求他的人。Seek first the kingdom of God。他說你要先求神的國和他的義。When the Lord said seek my face, David said I will seek your face。所以當神 that's the beginning of faith. You see something. You want that. It's unseen. It's a conviction of something unseen. But there's a desire there. And then comes opportunity. You see the opportunity. Now I can go into the promised land. Now will you by faith go in and take hold of it? You see something. What are you going to do about it? And when when you a seeker finds opportunity, stage three. Three, he lays hold. Now, as soon as you hear that definition of faith, you can see where Jacob was going wrong. Let me make a little contrast here. Jacob sought things, and then opportunity came, and he grabbed it by the flesh. That's not faith. He grabbed it by faith. He did what he could to get it. I want that. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get that. Let's contrast that with David, a man of faith. 
David was also a seeker. David also saw opportunity. But when David acted in faith, we don't say he grabbed something. What did he do? Different word. He possessed. We possess by faith. We grab by the flesh. But we possess by faith. What does that mean to possess by faith? It means that I see that God wants me to have that. And so I possess my possessions. Jacob didn't know if God wanted him to have a law. He wants And so God had to change Jacob from a grabber to a possessor. Now it looks like the same action, right? But what's behind it is completely different. I'm possessing something God has for me. I take it by faith. Alright, so now we remember what happened at the river uh, Jabbok. When Jacob was laid hold of, God wants to make him from a grabber to a possessor. And so we see actually the, the picture there in the Bible is quite interesting because it morphs. Uh, two times. Did you notice that? It says first a man wrestled with Jacob. But after all night long he woke up, it was an angel. Not a man. And then when the angel went away, he recognized it was God. So was wrestling. That's such a revelation. Now listen, here's what I'm saying. How long had Jacob been a wrestler? A grabber. All his life. He's been wrestling with his father-in-law. With his brother. With the sheep. And with being cheated. Wrestling, 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 wrestling with men. Until he woke up. And he says, All my life, I've been wrestling with God. All of these trials and burdens. God's been wrestling with me. It isn't Laban. It isn't my mother. It's not Esau. God's wrestling with me. He's wanting to do something. That's quite a revelation. Maybe we have many problems. Maybe you have health problems, all kinds of problems. And we always immediately say, Ah, oh, it's the doctor who did that. That's my boss. That's my wife who did that. Oh, my children, my children. And all the time, God's wrestling with you. It's you he wants. You need to be disciplined. He wants to take the grabber out of you. And make you a possessor. So God has to transform. From his human strength, God had to transform him to 
depending on God. So, from a life of stealing, so from this stealing life, a blessing. One who depended on his own strength. One who walks on the cross. A selfish taker. To a faith possessor. So there was the transaction. God laid hold of Jacob. Jacob laid hold of God. But now we have to come to part two. Sorry, I took all this time. We're just still at part one. But we have to come to part two. Because you see, there's more to the story. Now we see, both in Paul's case and in Jacob's case, they laid hold of God. But now listen closely to what Paul is talking when he's talking about laying hold. He didn't actually say God laid hold of me and now I'm laying hold of God. Now what did he actually say? Here it is. Philippians 3.12 He says that I might lay hold of that for which I was laid hold of. Now what is the that? It seems that Paul has some kind of a goal. The goal of the prize of the upward call of God. So, yeah, so what is the that? He's trying to lay hold of the fullness of his destiny. What he was saved for. What he was called for. He was saved. He was made holy. He became a member of the body of Christ. He was an evangelist. And he was set apart as an apostle. And later he became a steward of the mysteries of God. And his highest job. He became a writer of the New Testament. And he saw something of his calling and his purpose. And having seen that, he was running to lay hold of that for which he was called. So there's a goal there, there's a destiny there. There's kingdom rewards there. There's a personal position in Christ. There. And of course, even more wonderfully, there's, there's a transformation. This is wonderful. Now, brothers and sisters, you understand that. But here is the amazing thing. Do you know that all of you have such a high calling? A calling to lay hold 
但是保罗在罗马书第八章里告诉我们所以神在已经预定我们要被磨成神儿子的形象但是这个也是你能够满足 so all things are working together for the good as the Lord is bringing you into your destiny. So we were chosen before the foundation of the world for something. The writer of Hebrews simply says, He's bringing many sons to glory. So there's something out there. It's, it's magnificent. It's glorious. It's life consuming. And if God can reveal that to you, and lay hold of you in a vision, and you start out to gain that purpose. So here's the important thing I want to say here. See, part one and part two go together. As you pursue your calling, you also find you're gaining Christ. Let's put it another way. The more truly you pursue to be laid hold of Christ, the more you must lay hold of your calling. So uh, let me make a simple example. So You're a son. And I'm a dad. I have a purpose for you. I want you to grow up and be like me. I want you to take over my business. My, my business is I buy Christian books. It's a lousy business. You lose lots of money. But I want my son to be in the same business. Now the only way he's going to learn, he has to walk with me and talk with me. And he finds out what it's like to be in my business. So some of us say, oh, I just, I just want to get along, spend some time with Jesus. And of course, that's wonderful. But can I tell you, half of the revelation that you will come to see about Jesus, you'll find when you're serving him. If you're not serving him, everything is kind of theoretical. But as you try to lay hold of Christ, you'll find also you're being laid hold in your vocation. Now, so let's watch how this principle works out in the life of Jacob. Jacob presents to us a mystery. And here it is. In some sense. 
就是换换句话说, the Lord needed Jacob. 所以主是需要雅各的, now of course immediately you say, well that's ridiculous. The Lord doesn't need anybody. 所以这个荒谬的神什么人都不需要的. No, but the Lord has chosen to need Jacob. 但是主选择他需要雅各. He is a link in God's purpose. 所以他在 just take one outward example. God promised to Abraham, you will have many children. So Abraham's promise went to Isaac. Didn't work out so well. Two. One was no good. And then it fell to Jacob. How is God going to have a children like the sands of the sea? So uh, that's where Jacob comes in. Number one macho man. He has many children like a rabbit. So he but God needs a rabbit. It's part of his plan to make a nation out of Abraham. So he needed a father. A fruitful father. But of course he needed more. He needed a patriarch of faith to take over when Isaac died. And to pass that and to pass that family of the chosen family on to Joseph. And is even more. God needed an ancestry for the Son of God to come into this world. And Jacob was a vital link in the family that bore Jesus. So you see? Why did God lay hold of Jacob? Because he had a purpose. God has an eternal purpose. And each one of us has a part a vital link in fulfilling God's huge purpose. Now you say, no, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. He already had 13 kids before God ever got them. Well, that's true physically. But not spiritual. Were his sons sons of glory? His twelve sons were the worst bunch of rascals. They were worse than Jacob. They weren't ready for glory. But Jacob's job was to bring them unto the discipline until they are the chosen of Israel. So he hadn't really gained his goal yet. And so you see a couple of things right there. 
the goal that we're to lay hold of is never a personal goal. It's God's goal. It's not your goal. It's God's goal for you. What was God's goal for Jacob? Let's put it in one word. God's goal for Jacob was Bethel the house of God that was Jacob's destiny that's his pillar of testimony so it wasn't just to see Bethel no 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 30 years ago he saw the ladder and he saw Bethel 30 years ago. Revelation. God had to lay hold of him, not just to see Bethel, but to become Bethel. You see, that's not about Jacob, that's about the eternal purpose of God. What did God want? Bethel. What's Bethel? The house of God. What's the house of God? Where there's a ladder between heaven and earth. You can see God, you can see man, and they're in communication. The ladder. That's what God wanted. That's what Jacob had to fulfill. And so Jacob, uh, he left Bethel. And you know, he wandered for a whole number of years. Uh, he went up to Padanaram. But now we have to come back to Bethel. To lay hold. To lay hold of his purpose. Now as we trace the story of Jacob. We discover another vital principle. It's a principle of laying hold. Laying hold. Is a lifetime pursuit. Jacob never got to the goal. But he reached out for the goal. Now listen carefully to what Paul said. Not that I have already laid hold. Not that I have become perfect. But I press on. In, in order that I may lay hold. Can you believe that? At this, at that mature place in Paul's life, he still sees in God's purpose there's something more to lay hold. It wasn't done yet. It's a lifelong pursuit. We even see this at the end of Jesus' life. Where the writer says, For the joy set before him. He journeyed to the cross. He despised not the shame. 
Jesus saw his final purpose. His death for our salvation. And he pressed to lay hold. And of course Hebrews talks about the many saints who saw uh, this uh, purpose from afar and they lay, they pressed on to lay hold. Okay? So now Jacob has to come back to see what his purpose is in his life. Now already he's blessed. God's work walking with him. Now after he wrestled with God, how quickly did he go back to Bethlehem? The Bible scholars say about 25 years. How come he didn't run back? You know, when he was in trouble, God spoke to him. When he was still with Laban, he said, I am the God who met you at Bethel. Get out of here. Go back to your land and your people. And so that's when Jacob escaped. Now, after he wrestled, did he run back to battle? No. He built uh, a large uh, ranch in a place called Sukkot. And then he really settled down in Shechem. Now, don't think of Jacob as a little scrawny guy. He's got 26 sheep. He had a ranch. Like in Texas. Acres and acres. Thousands it says in Genesis 3320 there in Bethel he erected an altar and called it El Elohe Israel which means God the God of me this is God my God wonderful so he built an altar there in Shechem God the God of Israel but uh, he didn't realize actually he couldn't go back to Bethel yet. What's the biggest problem? That Jacob had? His family wasn't ready for Bethel. Now he had been wrestled. His family wasn't. And so you remember his daughter Dinah. Went out to party with the Canaanites. And while he was there, she was raped. And so the head of Shechem came to Jacob. Says, now my son loves Dinah and wants to marry her. And they're in, they're in the barn talking away. 
When Simeon and Levi, Dinah's brothers, they come back from the field and they heard this conversation. What's Jacob going to make a deal to marry this this guy to my to my sister? And so Simeon and Levi, you know, they 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 tricked the Shechemites. You remember the story? They told the men they all had to be circumcised. And when they day three year, three days after the circumcision, they went and killed all the men. They stole all the sheep, all of their possessions. But ironically, God was behind this. For two reasons. Could you imagine the house of God full of Canaanites? This was God's chosen family. And the Canaanites wanted for the men, the, the sons, to intermarry with the Hivite women. So God forbade. The second thing that happened. Jacob was afraid. that the Canaanites would come and destroy his whole family. Now you know we have to be brought to a place where we realize it's either my purpose or it's God's purpose. Unless you have a desire to lay hold of your purpose, you'll live a worldly life. But what is it that causes you to desire and seek to go to Bethel? It was this circumstance. Because the very next verse after this terrible thing that happened, was that the Lord spoke again. And in Genesis 35, verse 1, Jacob said, uh, God said to Jacob, Arise, go up to Bethel and live there. You see, Jacob went back to the promised land and thought that was enough. Now it's enough to be a Christian. It's enough to go to church anywhere. Okay. But when God tells you Bethel, He means Bethel. And how is He going to get him back? God says, Jake, repent. Return to Bethel. That's your purpose. And Jacob did. Now listen to what he said. As soon as he did God's will, he started possessing his purpose. Now the first thing he had to do was step up and be the head of his household. So in verse 2 of Genesis 35, So Jacob said to his household and to all who were with him, Put away your foreign gods which are among you. Purify yourselves, change your garments, and let us arise and go up to Bethel. 
更更换衣裳，我们要起来上波特利，在那里要设一座祭坛，向给神。Can you believe that? 看到没 ？Reuben， 刘便 ，Simeon， 西面 ，Levi， 利未 ，Judah， 犹大 ，They all had gods in their pockets. 所以在他们的口袋里都有这个呃这个其他的神。They were idol worshippers. 他们在那边敬拜偶像。In Israel's family. 在以色列的家里。The wives. 妻子们。His sons. 他的儿女们。Idol men. 他们都是充满了这个拜偶像的。Put them away. 把他们。摆在一边。So it says in verse four, they gave to Jacob, and Jacob buried him in the ground there. 他们就把外邦人的神像和他们耳朵上的环就交给雅各，雅各就把它埋在地上。You know what? We want to fulfill God's purpose for us. 我们要神完成，我们要完成神的旨意的话。But part of that purpose is to bring our children along into that purpose. 所以我们需要把我们儿女一起带进去。And you know, we got kids. And just on that one iPhone, they've got the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the prideful boast of life. So you can see, 光在这个 iPhone 身上，你就看到有眼目的情欲、肉体的情欲，还有今生的骄傲，都在这里面。And you know, they're all hooked. 所以他们都迷上了这个。They're hooked on the world's idols. 他们活迷上这个世世上的偶像。Don't know further than the phone. You already see it. 你在电话里就可以看到了。Jacob said, "No more." 所以雅各说，不要。And so they pressed on and went to Bethel. 所以他们就竭力往伯特利去。You see, God didn't just want Jacob back in Bethel; He wanted the whole family back in Bethel. 所以神不只是要我们个人进到伯特利，要整个家庭进到伯特利去。And so He went back to Bethel and He built an altar to God. 所以他回到伯特利，他就向神盖这盖了一座祭坛。We read that in verse seven. 我们就读到第七节。And He built there an altar, and He called the place El Bethel. Because there God appeared unto him when he fled from his brother. 他在那里设了一座坛，就给那地方起名叫以勒伯特利。But now look what happened, verse nine. 所以第九节。And God appeared to Jacob again. 雅各从巴达雅拉回来，神又向他显现。And God said to him. 却对他说。Your name is no longer Jacob; it is now Israel. 你的名。原是雅各，从今以后不叫雅各，要叫以色列。Now that Jacob was back in Bethel， 所以现在雅各回到伯特利之后 ，God revealed two things。所以神向他显明两件事情。Because now he's walking in purpose。因为他现在守在神的旨意里面。God revealed himself。神叫他自己显明给他。Notice what it says。你看到他怎么说 ？Verse eleven， 第十一节。And God said unto him, I am El Shaddai。神对他说，我是啊呀啊。呃神与你同在，神大能的神。In Hebrew, El Shaddai. 希伯来文是大能的神。I am Almighty God. 我是大能的神。Jacob saw face to face El Shaddai. <coughs> 这个雅各就看到面对面看到大能的神。But this time, 在这个时候 ，all his children and family did too. 所以他的家人也一同与他看见。The ladder was there. They all saw God communicating with man. He saw God communicating with man. What wonderful grace! But listen to what God Almighty said to him. 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 A nation and a company of nations shall be from you. 将来有一族和多国的民从你而生。Number three, kings will come out of your loins. 又有君王从你而出。Four, 
The land which I gave to Abraham and Isaac to thee I will give it and to your seed after you I'll give it. That's his purpose. That was his calling. That was his goal. To be the patriarch of Israel. For the whole family to be brought in. For nations to come out of it. For Jesus to come out of it. He says it right there. God said, Now you're following my purpose. And he blessed them. Changed his name. And Jacob, for the rest of his life, began to pursue this began to possess his possession and when God went up it says in verse 13 in verse 14 Jacob set up a pillar in that place now Jacob, uh, now Jacob set up a lot of altars even like back in Shechem but when you set up a pillar, an altar is we build an altar, we pray to God. A pillar is God comes down and speaks to us. Now the pillar was there. And the testimony was there. And the testimony of Jesus was there. And Jacob could live in the testimony of the house of God. Right after that, Jacob sets off and travels. You say, why? I thought he said, live in Bethel. Now Jacob was possessing his possessions. He had possessions in Beersheba. In Hebron. In Shechem. In Bethel, he had farms and ranches, and now he went to possess his possessions. But the ladder was always with him. Bethel isn't a house, a place, a church. Bethel is where the presence of God is known. There's a ladder from heaven to earth. Now think about this. The whole world was full of people. People in the Far East. Native Americans here in North America. People all over the earth. But while Jacob and his family moved from place to place, the ladder of heaven could be seen in that family. What a great light to the world. What a tremendous blessing. Oh, Jacob became such a blessing to God. And the more he walked, the more he possessed his possessions. But the more he possessed his possessions, the more he realized God was his possessor. I hope you see that. We have to be walking in the will of God. Whatever it is you've been called to do, and you'll discover God. Your great possession. Listen, Jacob. May God lay hold of you. For his great purposes. As Paul says, wake up, little children. Eyes have never seen. Nor ears heard. Neither has it ever entered into the heart. The things that God has prepared for those 
这是你的呼召 and you fulfill it when you serve in the body of Christ. When you decide your neighbor, when you witness to your lost colleague, whatever you do, what God wants you to do, you'll learn more about our glorious, wonderful Lord. So, Laying hold. We lay hold. God lays hold of us. That we may lay hold of Him. What's the other side of the story? God lays hold. He shows us a vision of His purpose for us. And then we take up the cross. And lay hold of His purpose for us. And the Lord bless us. And let's have a few prayers before we Thank you just uh, so much that uh, we just uh, at last uh, come to the second part of uh, Jacob. Dear Lord. Dear Lord, just, uh, uh, just, uh, just like uh, our brother says, just uh, Christ is... Uh, uh, our life, uh, Christ uh, just uh, is our source. Uh, Christ is uh, uh, our just uh, uh, is our goal, uh, and uh, uh, just uh, everything. Just uh, we we live in uh, in Christ. We pray that uh, just uh, we are not uh, like uh, the old days, uh, like uh, just uh, before we were saved. We were grab uh, uh, grab just in the world. Uh, grab this and grab that and uh, we bring that to St. House we also just uh, try to grab things here dear Lord we, we do you just uh, we just uh, uh, we pray that uh, just uh, you you uh, are the powerful one and uh, you are just uh, the creator and uh, you can stop just uh, anything that is flesh and self precious just uh, in here in, uh, in our just minds uh, just uh, like uh, because uh, you are our mind also you just uh, you, uh, you, you uh, stop that uh, flesh thing and uh, uh, we, we thank you dear Lord and uh, we just uh, uh, pray that you transform just uh, us into the image of Christ and we pray that you fulfill just uh, your own uh, 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 just uh, uh, purpose, not uh, just uh, our own uh, purpose. You fear just uh, your Lord's uh, purpose. We also pray that uh, uh, just uh, you anoint our brother and uh, just uh, 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 just uh, give him uh, just uh, uh, strength and uh, have mercy just uh, uh, on his uh, preaching. We just uh, just uh, put his uh, just. Uh, uh, a word on the mystery in a mighty hand, uh, just so that he can uh, uh, just preach in the way that Lord God yourself can be satisfied. In Jesus' name we pray, Amen.
主啊，那些我们所抓的东西，最终成为我们的负担和缠累。主啊，真的求主让我们有信心的眼睛，看到主你要我们所要得着的，以致我们可以竭力去得着。主啊，我们真的是感谢你将这样的信息释放在我们中间，使我们真的能够来明白你的心意，以致我们可以竭力来追求认识你。主，我们感谢你在这新的一年里，求主继续保守我们，让我们用信心的眼睛来仰望为我们创始成终的耶稣基督，以致我们可以快跑的来跟随你。谢主，我们这样祷告，奉主耶稣基督的名。Amen. That we may pursue you and possess you. Thank you in Jesus' name. Lord, thank you. Please change us from the grabber to to become a possessor. Lord,、uh, let us not only see the vision of Bethel, but we see the reality. We know the reality of Bethel. Lord, change us, transform us. A lot of time we are so easily to blend into the world, but you want us. You never give up on us. You always lay hold on us. So today we can come before you and we hold on to you, saying that we want to possess of you, O、oh、Lord. You are the God of Israel, not only Israel but also our God, O、oh、Lord. We come before you. Thank you, thank you. You become our Lord and become our God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. May we pray. Thank you, Lord. 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 让我们从雅各身上看到了他那用肉体去抓那个自私，去抓世界，去抓所有他喜欢的。主啊，他毕竟是您的孩子，他毕竟是爱您的。主啊，您就向他显现。主啊，您和他相摔跤的时候，当他真的知道他什么都不行，他靠什么都是空的。主啊，让我们今天知道。我们今天要放下一切，我们要仰望您的恩典和怜悯，让我们被您得着，让我们知道，让我们知道您让我们知道的，让我们得着您让我们得着的，让我们变成您喜悦的。主，你把这光照到我们的心里，让我们在今天仰同心仰望你的时候，主啊，你也你的荣耀就向我们显现。主，我们愿意放下一切。我们愿意进入你的安息，主带领我们进入你的应许。我们要得那些没有得着的地，主啊，感谢你，感谢你的引领，感谢你圣灵的充满，让我们像保罗一样，忘记过去，努力面前，向着标杆直奔。愿你的旨意行在地上，如同行在天上。主，我们要把一切的赞美荣耀都归于你。以上祷告，奉主耶稣基督的名。Our sister prayed. Our dear Father, we we thank you through our brother's mouth, Lord. You supply us with the truth of life. Oh Lord, how Jacob used to grab with his flesh, and how、uh, he grabbed the world and everything that he liked. Oh Lord, but thank you that you revealed. You, he is your children, Lord. You revealed to him, and how through the, his wrestling, Lord, he discovers how empty、uh, his grabbing is. Oh Lord, and he relies on you. Oh Lord, may we be transformed, and also to be more like you. Lord, may you reveal your glory to us. 
and bring us into your promise and even for us to possess or even those lands that's not possessed. Lord, we thank you that the Holy Spirit will fill us and you may fulfill your will on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name. Bethel to possess the one who has possessed us. We pray in your name.